have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. The lovely Starlight is not in the building tonight. My super-duper producer, Greg, is in the building tonight. My super-duper homeboy, Rick King, is not in the building tonight. Hey, hope you're okay, partner. I don't know where you are. You ain't checking. It's not like you, man. But, yo, we hope you're okay, brother. But I do have in the house with us tonight, we have the lovely... Emmy Award winning, Miss Quinn Bartlett. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Glad to have you back in the building tonight, ma'am. And we also have with us Chef Showtime. Hello. Hello, everybody. So what we're going to do is we got these two great people in the building tonight to talk to us about a business venture. Not not a business venture. About a new business venture. About a new 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 entrepreneur, entrepreneurship um, um, franchise that's uh, that's about to probably probably going to become a chain one day. Almost oh, definitely. Oh, it's going to become a chain because what you have shown to me, what you have brought in, I have to pick it up right now. I, I, I'm all off course right now because they blow my mind, people. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. We're going to talk about this. But first, before we talk about that. Let's talk about this trial that came to a closure earlier this week, Mr. R. Kelly. So, as everyone knows, R. Kelly was has been found has been convicted of nine charges of racketeering and sex trafficking. Uh, he had, from my understanding, I believe over fifty witnesses who testified against him. Now, I try not to be a victim blamer. And I'm not trying to be a victim blamer. But I do say when I hear all of this, when I heard some of the testimonies, because I saw some of the females say that they told R. Kelly that they were of age. They told R. Kelly they were 19 right. when they were actually 16. Oh, wow. And then later on, they said they told R. Kelly, yes, I am 16. They actually told their real age. And then R. Kelly then said, hey, don't tell anybody. Just stick with 19. And I can understand him saying stick with 19 after he thought she was 19 and probably did something. Because now, if you tell everybody you're 16 now, I'm going to go down. Right. So now, how do you feel? First of all, how do you feel about the whole R. Kelly thing? And even back it up to earlier times that you probably heard about the whole ping incident on the video up to now. How do you feel about the R. Kelly situation? You know, it's, it's kind of mixed emotions because when you when I hear of R. Kelly, all I see, you know, is talent because R. Yeah. R. Kelly is raw talent. I mean, um, the fact that he could never read and write, but he can actually just spit out songs just. Mm hmm. With, with mere words, you know, that's genius. And you 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 are genius, but then you have, like, a spirit of perversion. Yeah. That kind of, that does not go together, you know. And the fact that these young ladies would say, okay, I, you know, I admit that I told him I was younger. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, he wanted to stick with, 
you know, after the fact he wanted to stick with like, okay, just let's just say you older, yeah. you know, that's to me that's still is wrong. Yeah. Because when you found out, that should have been red flags to stop. Now, now see, I agree with you on that. And I hope I'm I'm of the mindset of thinking he stopped. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I I was thinking that he may have stopped at that time. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong as hell. But if he kept doing it and she was 16 after she told him, after she said she was 16 mm-hmm. and if he continued to do it and say, hey, we're going to continue to do this, right. but still tell people you're 19, then I do have a problem. But yeah. I was uh, out from what I was thinking was that he did it. She said, no, I'm really 16. He's like, OK, look, I'm not doing it with you anymore, but you need to continue to tell everybody you're 19. That's mm-hmm. the way I was thinking now. He probably did continue on, and if he did continue yeah, he on, yeah, If you. he tell them, if he told them to say, "Let's stick with the 19, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like getting a fresh Debbie cake. I mean, <laughs> you, you you look at it, it looks fresh, but when you bite into it, it's a little stale. But you can spend your money on making you hungry. What you gonna do? You Keep still going. gonna eat it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she a little Debbie cake. Yeah. So I mean, he ate the cake, he, and he ate it better than anime did. You know, so. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, so what about you, Chef? You have any? What do you What do you feel about the whole R. Kelly thing, the incident? The only thing it teaches you is uh, when you get money, stick with one. Yeah. Don't try to be with more than one. Yeah. That's all it does. I'm sticking with what I started with. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. You understand? It It does. Uh, ladies do target money. Yeah. I don't want to sound wrong. Yeah. Probably not every lady. But trust me, money is the main attraction for a lot of them. I want this comfortable life. I want to be on camera. Mm-hmm. Step with R. Kelly. Uh, you know, now they want to put him in the dirt. Yeah. Now, where I come from in the Bahamas, we still listen to R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, but I have a daughter and I understand what's going on now. But they made that choice. Yeah. We can't blame him for everything. You're still a man, you're still a human. You make mistakes, but if you keep making it, that's when it's problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, and that's the other question I was gonna ask. Do you do you guys still? Because I know some people are like, I would never listen to his music again. Are you? Y'all no. guys still listen to the music? Nah. No. The music does not have nothing to do with. You know, let, let, let's let's just get this. Let me just put this out here, okay? Go ahead. R. Kelly, yeah, he was a you know a, a very intelligent pervert, but <laughs> at the same time, you have a lot of them out here. Let's 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 put everything on the table. Yes. Elvis Presley married. Yeah, was it, Mel- wife, was it Melissa? Uh, uh, Priscilla. Priscilla. Priscilla at fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. They still like his music. Yep. You know how many other famous people on a low key, you know, do stuff and. People know about it and they yeah. still support them. Yeah. You know, it just is what it is. I mean, the music. You know, a lot of people still want to fly. Believe they can fly <laughs> just, just because you you didn't you didn't you didn't put their dreams up and tell people that they they can fly. And now you tell them, okay, because I wanted to eat Debbie, Debbie cakes. You know, don't fly no more. No man, that doesn't affect. No, I still like I still like R. Kelly. Cause let me tell you something. R. Kelly still set the mood. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, ain't nothing wrong with a bump of grind, but as consensual adults. Consensual adults. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's no Look. bump and grind with kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
tried. I'm trying, man. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. <laughs> what about you, Chef? I'm going to still make baby to his music. <laughs> <laughs> you still making baby to the music? Yeah. Greg? <laughs> well, uh, I was... I was never really into R. Kelly like that as much as other people. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, but I'm not one of those that's like shaming you if you still want to listen to R. Kelly. So my yeah. best friends still like R. Kelly. Right. Um, you know, but I say it takes, you're going to have, it's, you're compartmentalizing and that's, that's okay. Yeah. Because some people do that with a lot of stuff, but yeah, I'm not, it would be weird if I wanted to start listening to R. Kelly now. <laughs> If you never so listened before, but I now never you, really did before. But now so still, I'm not going to start now. Yeah, that's demonic there. Yeah, now, if yeah, you if, yeah. we, if you old school like us and yeah. you always did it to set the mood, you 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 exempt. <laughs> but if you just start listening to now after all of this, something wrong. You need to go get yourself checked. There's something wrong with because you because you you trying to get some bumping ground with some little Debbie cakes yourself. <laughs> You think some hidden messages in there tell you how to, you know what I'm saying? Tell you how to go pick them yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, all you got to do is go to the McDonald's. You might th- or might think they trapped in the closet or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't be going looking at people's closet for them kids. Stay out in people's closets. That was the thing. Like, why was he at the... Like, I, I, I tried to... And, you know, I, 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 I shouldn't say this because it does sound like I'm on the R. Kelly defense team. Because when I say... Okay, maybe he was just at the McDonald's because there's food at McDonald's. There's also adults at McDonald's. But when people say, no, there were teenagers at the McDonald's and he's there to pick up teenagers teenagers at the McDonald's. But see, you have to understand, McDonald's in those days were the staple place. You know, you got dollar burgers, you got dollar fries. So the average teenager don't have that much money, you know, so they're going to go where cheap food is. And, you know, McDonald's was a big thing. You know, so yeah. yeah I mean, I, I prefer him going to McDonald's and going to Chuck E. Cheese. I know that because <laughs> <laughs> then so, that's that's just the ultimate perversion. Like, yeah. So that's what we got him as. R. Kelly is a perverted super freak. No, let's just let's back it up. Intelligent pervert. Intelligent pervert yeah. super freak. Yeah. <laughs> because there was a th- there was also the thing he had a house up here in Johns Creek of mm. North Atlanta, right? Where he had a harem of women. Where he just like had a, like a uh, mansion or of sorts. He had a mansion of sorts. Mm. He just had women all over the place. And he, there was rumors or reports that he would lock the women up to where they can't even leave the room or they couldn't use their phone. They couldn't do anything mm-hmm. without asking him. As right. if he was like the prisoner guard, prison guard. Okay. And I believe that's where some of the sex trafficking. I don't. I, I believe that's probably where some of the sex trafficking came yeah. in Hell with them bringing them against in. their will. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I'll piggyback on Chef and say that, you know, you can't blame R. Kelly for everything yeah. because, you know, I'm just going to put this out there. <laughs> Go ahead. If, if it was, how old am I? Whatever. <laughs> but at the same time, if I was 16 and Idris happened to walk and by, I would be 21, <laughs> you know. And it's not Idris' fault that... You know, I have a hottie toddy. You know, I'm just saying, Idris, wink, wink, hint, hint. You know, if you're listening, I'm just saying. But I can be 16. <laughs> if that's what he's into. Yeah, I can be 16. You know, I can put on a schoolgirl uniform <laughs> and get some McDonald's. You know, I got a dollar menu for you, Idris. Oh, you know. <laughs> this is, this is the show. You know what? I'll just say he made a bad mistake as a black man. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. are target. Yeah. When we get up there, yeah. and if the money takes you, 
then that's mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's, and that's the thing. A lot of it is people, I'm, I'm with you 100% on the, the money aspect of it, saying just one. I know, and I'm, I'm about to, I know we don't have that much time before we go to the top of the hour and we go to the actual radio show. But I want to say about the money thing, and what you're saying is, you know, you get a lot of money, guys stick with one. Yeah. Well, there's this, there's this, I guess, relationship guru, Kevin Samuels, who puts out in the atmosphere that, hey, if you're a successful man, women understand a successful man is going to have multiple women. Mm. And I, I think that's a falsehood. Yeah, it is. I think that's a falsehood. And I yeah. hear I hear certain guys, there are certain guys that I know who, who echo that same sentiment. Well, you know, we're high, I'm a high-valued man, so it's got, it's expected of me. I'm like, no, just because Kevin Samuel says that does not make it true, my man. Right. You don't have to have seven women or uh, eight women or how many ever women if you just because you're making six figures. That makes no sense. So I'm with you with sticking with the one. Can oh, I be? Can please I, come on with I go it. Go off the wall. You can go okay, off the wall. Okay, so for all you high value men or making six figures men, like I said, yeah. you know, you out here, you you consider yourself high value because you you're making six figures, but at the same time, oh, I can't cuss on it. Yes, you can. You got time. You got time. Okay, two minutes. So two minutes my person. thing is, okay, let me let me let me do it fast. So you you high value and you want six men, but I find that a lot of these men. When they 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 are like that, they want exclusive pussy. Yeah, yeah. So here yeah. it is: they want seven women, but they want all these pussies to be exclusive to that one dick. Yes. So nigga, unless you got seven dicks coming from your <laughs> pelvis, you're not high value. And if you do, I want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Because look here, this is not fair. I hate to see people settle to be uh, side chicks or side this, yeah. but. This person is not giving you, you know, they want you to be a side wife, yeah. but they're giving you hooker or prostitute type status. Yeah. All you is is a, is a toy, a they, jump off. Yeah. Yeah. You know what You're I'm saying? You're there when the main chick is, is, is exactly. not, a, not available or the main chick is an emotionally it, exactly. supportive of that person. So if you have six of us, I need you to have six dicks because I want my, <laughs> if you want this pussy exclusive, I need that. Right, I need that exclusive one, and I want that mine. Was mine. I want mine closer to the right because the dick in the center gonna be hard to get to. I, I'm just saying, if, if you know, <laughs> you want the far right. I want the one off to the right because all you 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 know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's the one I want. Yeah, the one all the way to the right. I don't want the one in the center. It's gonna be hard to get to. You oh, know? But- and we got to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to be on the radio. So, Queen, <laughs> we got we to gotta get straight. Hey, we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Talking Random-ish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. Feeling young, but they treat me like the OG. And they want the T on me, I sweat it, nosy. 
Said he put some money on my head, I guess we gon' see I won't put no money on his head, my told me I gotta be single for a while, you can't control me Uno those traits in a race, they can't hold me And I show my face in a case, so you know it's me Imitation isn't flattery, it's just annoying me And I'm too about it And the dirt that they threw on my name turned to soil and I grew about it Time for y'all to figure out what y'all gon' do about it Big wheels keep rolling, rolling I'm outside 29, G5, Seaside, I've been losing friends and finding peace, but honestly that sound like a fair trade to me, if I ever heard one and I'm still here outside, frontline, Southside, I've been losing friends and finding peace, honestly that sound like a fair trade to me, look, don't invite me over if you throw another pity party, looking back it's hard to tell you where I started, I don't know who love me, but I know that it ain't everybody, I can never love her, she a busybody Baby, if you want me, can't be turning up with everybody Nah, can't be on this anybody Yeah, I got feelings for you, that's the thing about it Yeah, you know that it's something when I sing about it Yeah, mama used to be on disability But gave me this ability And now she walking with her head high and her back straight I don't think you feeling me, I'm out here Being everything they said I wouldn't be or couldn't be I don't know what happened to them guys that said they would be I said, see you at the top and they misunderstood me I hold no resentment in my heart, that's that maturity And we don't keep it on us anymore, it's with security I'm outside, 29, G5 Seaside, I've been losing friends and finding peace But honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me If I ever heard one and I'm still here Outside, frontline, Southside I've been losing friends and finding peace Honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me Greetings, Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. You're in Shop Talking Randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will. My homeboy, Rick King, is not in the building tonight. The lovely Starlight is not in the building tonight. The super duper producer, Greg, is in the building tonight. Greg, say what up? Yo. <laughs> Yo, y'all know this is the show where no subject is taboo We only have one rule in the show And that sh- red rule is say what you mean, mean what you say Just don't be mean when you say it If you want to be a part of the show, please call in at 404-603-8770 Alright, so now Oh, also we are now streaming live on Talking Randomish On Facebook and on YouTube Right. So if you're in your car listening as soon as you get out the car, and as soon as you get home, go to Talking Random Mish on Facebook 
and on YouTube. Either one. All right. Now, so we have in the house tonight the lovely Emmy Award winning Quinn Bartlett. Say hello, please, Miss Lady. Hello, please, Miss Lady. <laughs> <laughs> This, how y'all doing? This is family, dog. <laughs> this is family. So we have you back in the house. And we also have Chef Showtime in the house. Chef, say what up. What's up from the Bahamas? <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, glad to have y'all in the building tonight. So uh, if y'all, you guys did not hear us earlier because we were all just on uh, YouTube and Facebook, but now we're on the radio. So uh, it's no use to me trying to show the plate again. Well, I'll show the plate again for people who may yeah. have just tuned in, but... Look at this plate. Please look at this plate. Yeah. We're going to talk about this plate and where you can get the items that Mm. you see on this plate. Yes. Look at that. Rick, you're missing it. Starlight, you're missing it. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. Y'all missing it. You ready to tap in. Yes, I'm ready to tap in. Ah, let me put it down. Also, I have a drink here. We're going to talk about this drink. It is, it's like Kool-Aid. But it's <laughs> it's sorcery in a bottle. It's sorcery in a bottle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we just got through talking about R. Kelly, but now I got to talk about another celebrity. All right. So we got to talk about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. So Will Smith is just—he's coming up with—he's coming out in in November. He's coming out with a memoir, and in the memoir, ahead of the memoir, he's come out and he said that he and Jada are not in a monogamous marriage. And for a while, they have, they have not been in a monogamous marriage. It's an, unconditional, it's an unconventional marriage that they are in. He also stated that Jada has never been really on board with a monogamous, monogamous marriage, monogamy. He also said that he doesn't feel that he can keep her as a prisoner in a relationship. That's not right. I... Uh, he spoke about how his Christian beliefs and values when he was growing up, uh, now how when he got older and he'd be out in Hollywood and he'd see like people like Holly Berry, how that would make him feel uh, kind of bad. Like he's, like he's committing a sin mm-hmm. if he just looks at her and he thinks how sexy she is or how beautiful she is and the impure thoughts that would come in his mind. He felt like he was committing a sin and he was right. a terrible person. He actually had to see a therapist and his therapist had to tell him, hey, no, it's okay. It's okay that you see these people and you like, it's like you said earlier, Chef, we're human. It's like you said too, we're human. You're going to see people who are beautiful and everything, you're going to like them. All right. So from you guys, I want to know your perspective on monogamy, a monogamous marriage. Do you think in today's society, monogamous marriage, monogamy is still a thing or are more people going toward unconventional? Well, I like how you ask questions, and I'm glad you're not in the justice system because you <laughs> ask questions specific, and that I like I answer based on the question you ask. And you I get, would say in today's need, society, if, if you need to twerk, if you need to tweak it, <laughs> no, I ain't gonna twerk it. But my mind was. <laughs> I like how you ask it in today's society. Yeah. Now, it's two way to answer that. Now, if you just asked, asked, asked it, I would have got myself in trouble because I would have had to answer it. But in a- today's no, a- society, okay, answer it both ways. I would say, answer it both ways. Answer it both ways. <laughs> what time is it? Okay, 9 o'clock. Okay, so um, in today's society, I would go with unconventional. 
Okay. Um, because monogamy really nowadays, you have to realize that, that the premise that relationships are based on nowadays mm-hmm. are not love. I would say that you may have, and I would, in my personal opinion, 25% relationships are really based on love. Mm-hmm. The other 75% is broken up on um, finances, money, mm-hmm. or image, mm-hmm. or just security. Well, security falls in that, but, you know, and why I say that unconventional works better for people because it allows them, you 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 love some, nowadays, you know, and, and for personal experience, sometimes you love a person, but you don't love a person that much to say, want to be with them in a romantic way. Yeah. You just you want them around. Yeah. You love them. You feel security. You feel safe with them. Mm-hmm. But then you have another person that you that they satisfy. That you want sex. That you see that person sexual. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like you. I don't know if you ever heard the song that Fantasia sing. I'm sleeping with the one I'm love. Mm-hmm. I, I love. But here it is. You sleeping with the one you love. But you have this other person over here that gives you all this security. So you don't want to leave, mm-hmm. or you just feel safe here. Because, you know, this knucklehead over here ain't about to do the stuff that this person does. Yeah. But if you could have everybody in one just space, I mean, it'll be great. Or mm-hmm. you just keep them separate. And I think that I respect Jada for setting her expectations at the door. Yeah. So we'll know what he was walking into in the beginning. So that's why their relationship works. You know, it's something that he had to rearrange his life to mm-hmm. live with. But... You can tell he loves her because he compromised mm. his beliefs and his values to be with her. You know, that's love. Yeah. That's real love. And the fact that she, you know, set that expectation at the door and say, hey, I love you, but I'm not a one man's woman. Yeah, this is where this is this is how this is gonna go down. This is what I believe. If you're gonna be with me, this, this is, is what you're gonna right. get. And I'm a Jada. Yeah. I set my expectations at the door. You eat, you know, I tell you who I am. They say, you know, when a person show you who they are, believe them. Yeah. I show you who I am at the door. Okay. You know, and I and I was telling Chef one day we was having a conversation. People and I'd say this, and this is my quote, people would rather live a happy lie than release a sad truth. Meaning true, true, people true. would rather live a lie. Mm-hmm. Just to make society feel like it's a healthy relationship or to impress people rather than releasing the sad truth. And what are you doing? You're messing society up. Yeah. Because you have them living a belief that they want to be in a relationship like, like this, yours. rock solid. They look you're at not you. solid at all. Correct. They're looking at yours thinking yours is solid, but yours right. really isn't. So you're selling them a lie. Yeah. You're selling them. You, you, it's false advertisement on the relationship end. So people need to need, need to learn to live in their truth. Yeah. You know, if you want to be with multiple people, set that expectations at the door. Let them know and maybe it can work. You know, compromise mm-hmm. is everything and communication is everything. True. Chef, what about you? Well, I'm old-fashioned, and coming from my background, we don't do none of that. Yeah. No monogamy, no mahogamy, no con- unconventional. <laughs> I ain't sharing. I, need, I don't need another man to help me do my lady. Yeah. You understand? If she want to do that, then go. Yeah. I'm good. There's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> and you're, you're going to be a fisherman if you, you have to be. You better believe that I'm a chef. I can scale. <laughs> But uh, that's Hollywood. Yeah. That's Hollywood. I ain't trying to be Hollywood, you know. Um, that that's, that's what dates back to the money now we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Money is something, if you're not strong. It changes. Yeah, it does. 
Yeah. It does. But um, like I always set my standard because my background, becoming a chef, I worked jobs that I was qualified for, but I was paid less. But I mm. stayed for me. Yeah. Because I always said one day the money's gonna come. Yeah. And that's when a year ago I got a message from Quinn. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna yeah. get to that. Yeah, we're gonna get <laughs> we to gonna that. We're gonna get to that. But <laughs> and I have to say, I'm with, I'm with, I'm with Chef because, and I think a lot of men are, and it, you know, even even men who say, even your high value men that you just spoke about with the seven, with the seven joints, right? <laughs> who want all the women who has seven women? He want all of them to be monogamous to him, though. Right. And I, I still, as a man, I'm still that man who is like, I I I, I do believe in the whole monogamous when it comes to that relationship. No. If I'm going to have a relationship. Because if you, it's, it's that thing is, if you're in my house mm -hmm. and we share this house mm -hmm. and we share these kids and we share these bills and we share all this, right. then I can't, I can't be, you can't come to home with me. Like you can't come home another night and I know you was with some guy and now you're going to lay in the bed with me. Like, all right. And I know you was just with this guy. Like, the night before. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, like I said, I'm not saying that I'm against monogamy. I am for whatever floats your boat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you you have to understand, like I said, everything is different now. And people, most relationships are built on sex. Yeah, true. You know, somebody freak your mind. Yep. fall in love yep. you know and then you go home and then home is not that's why I tell people look here virgins are good for virgins <laughs> but if you consider like if you know you a person that you 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 know you like to explore and you you know married two virgins need to get married nowadays yeah. you need to test the waters because yeah. let me tell you something you jump in that ocean <laughs> and you can't swim. <laughs> Let me just leave that right there. But at the same time, like I said, I'm for monogamy too. But I'm for it when two people are in love. Now, you can be in a relationship and only one person in love and the other person loves. Now, that's where things get tricky. When one loves and one's lust? No, one... One loved and one loved. There can be where somebody is in love, but one is just loving. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 yes. And true. that's where true. the unconventional true. comes in. True. You see what I'm saying? And it goes back to what you said earlier about loving someone, but not wanting to be, but not really wanting them sexually. That's love. Yeah, yeah. It's not in love. Yeah, correct. I care so much for you. I'm willing to do everything for you. I don't want you to go nowhere. But I don't want you to go anywhere, but I really don't. Find you, I don't want to have sex with you though, and that that is very tricky because yeah. to me, when you get to that point, you gotta let that person go and become a friend. And and I I couldn't see, and I think that's probably where Will and Jada are right now at that point of where I love you, but I'm not. I don't necessarily have to have sex with you, right? And I want you to. And this is our house that we built together. I'm not. And and I'm still gonna always care for you, protect you, be there right. for you, cause I'm your safety net. Right. I can understand that, but it's it. it but I I just have a problem with knowing that you just slept with somebody. And you're gonna no. come to this house, cause yeah. I know I know people who do the. 
whole open marriage. Polyamorous. Yeah, po- yeah. The whole, we, we have an open relationship. He can go sleep with whomever he wants to. I can go sleep with whomever I want to. And then we still come home together and we raise our kids. And, and I even heard, I, I, someone told me once of a, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. It's, Why? It's, you done brought it out now. You yeah, gotta I got to say it, it clean, man. I got to say it now. Just be clean. But there was a, there was, there was a, there, there's a friend who I have who told me about a couple. And that couple has a boyfriend. Oh, so it's a thruple. It's it's a man. <laughs> a thruple. Oh, it's that's a, a it's thing. A man, oh. It's a man and a woman, <laughs> and they have a boyfriend. Wait, they share this boyfriend? They share the boyfriend. What? Oh. That's a thruple. Yeah. Oh, a thruple. Is, is that a thing? Or is, wow. is, is that it's a three? It is a thing. If it's, a, if it's three and they're all, they're all aware of what kind of arrangement this yeah. is, that's a thruple. See, oh, wow. I, and I'm just like, I'm like, wait a minute. You're telling me that the, the men, the men are together too? And they're like, yeah, the men are together too. I'm like, so everybody's this happy, happy cup, happy thruple, as you say. And they say, yeah, it's a happy thruple. I can't, I, I'm sorry. I, I can't live in it. I'm not living in anything like that. No. It, it's, Did it's, they say they live in Utah? I feel like that's where that <laughs> would happen. <laughs> A lot of repression going on. In that state. That's what's going on. <laughs> I just call them some swingers. So it's so a swingers. That's, that's it. That's what I look they at. Swingers. It as. Well, the swing, the swingers have parties. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you just go to the. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know it had to. I don't know. I don't know. Let's just back it up. I don't know. I don't. I do not know. Don't get a business. <laughs> no, I ain't talking nothing. So I don't know. I'm, and, and and so then we talked about something earlier because it makes me think about it. So in this in this whole I'm outside, like okay, so the the person outside the relationship, all right, that's that's called the side chick or side dude or whomever it is. Yeah. How does that person do? Do anybody cares about that person's feelings? Because I think once you become that side dude or side chick, eventually you're gonna catch some type of feelings if you keep. Being with that female and that female or male, whomever you with, mm. starts telling you the problems that the other person is having, mm-hmm. that they're having in a relationship with the other person. Right. You tend to become emotionally invested. It's more yeah. than just sex after that. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? When the it comes thing to is the- with side chicks and side men is that you, when you decide to be a side whatever, yeah. you already decided yeah. that you emotionally involved with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, and... See, the thing is, like I said, people need to really lay out what they want on the line because, and and especially with women, you have to sit a woman down, women, and you might get mad at me, but you have to literally sit some women down like children mm-hmm. and lay it out. Yes. This is only what it is. Yes. Nothing more. Don't look for nothing more. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be harsh with it. Because I would rather a man be harsh with me yeah. so I could know, get that here, yeah. than to get wrapped up and think that it's going to be more. Because a lot of us women, we go in as side chicks thinking that our sex is so good, we're going to flip his head. Yes, You yes. know what I'm saying? But I had to learn to have harsh reality, too, that, yeah, you know, your sex can be good. You know, but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, I said, I ain't going to toot my horn, but no, I can toot it anyway. But, <laughs> but at the same time, if a man heart is not, you know, a man can always have sex with women. But if yes. his heart is not there, your sex can be the best sex in the world. 
and you still not true capture him because true. there have been relationships where people will say, oh, I'm going to leave my wife as soon as this, as soon as that for years and years and years. And they never walk out, but yeah. they still come in you for sex because you, you freak them out. Yeah. Cause you do the things that they probably can't do with right. their wife. Or but they still not leaving. They're still not leaving. Correct. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just need to let them know, Hey, you give me good sex. Let's just, let's just be yeah. that. Cause see, that's the thing that I feel. And this is what I, I, I sort of used to get. I, I get sort of kind of, I look at dudes that we, we flawed with that part mm -hmm. because I, when dudes get their cars keyed and the windows bashed out, I'm like, it's because you didn't tell the woman the truth. If you would have told the woman the truth at the beginning that you're, yeah, she's going to be the side chick and that you cause, because you have somebody that you're with, mm -hmm. it's only when you get your car keyed and windows bashed out is because she didn't know that you were with somebody and mm -hmm. now she knows. Now, let me, let me do that. Now, some people know. Oh, they know? Some people know. Some men tell you. But at the same time, some men fear. Now, nah, you have some women that really got that good Debbie cake, yeah. you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing yeah. is, that's where that exclusive comes in. You so, so here it is. Yeah, I just want you to be my side chick. This is only sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is I want you to do what mama ain't doing home. Yeah. But at the same time, I know you had a little more icing in your Debbie cake than mama. So. <laughs> Now, this is where it becomes tricky because now you want that Debbie cake to be exclusive because yes. it got double fudge in it, you see? And, <laughs> and I really like it's double, double fudge. Stuff. You know what I'm saying? So now you don't want nobody else touching that. Yes, because it's diseases out here. Right. So at the same time, now you want that be exclusive. So now you're going to start to set rules on your side chick. Yes. And when you start to set rules on your side chick, she started to get feelings to think, True. Oh, True. oh, he want to cuff me. So now we in a relationship. True. Out. You see what I'm saying? True. So now you need to stop. You can't handle all that cream puff. You, you need to sit down. <laughs> I'm just saying. What, what, what you think, Chef? Side chicks? What do you think? Should, should, should a side chick should should a side chick accept her role? Should they even like? Should they? And the side dude as well. Should they accept their role? Well, like you say, like you said, if you be honest. Yeah. Sometimes being honest to them still doesn't work because, you know, after so many times you sleep with a side chick, yeah. she starts to call. If you answer, then that's your trouble there. Yeah. Oh, you eat today? Why are you asking her that? Say, did you eat today? Yeah, why, yeah, you why are you asking that? me that? Yeah. yeah. They catch that's feelings. Good, that's a good like, question. Why are you caring about, why are you asking me about my well-being? And then you're going to yeah. have trouble. Yeah. You understand? So, why side chick is a dangerous game. But let me tell you something. <laughs> Something. Tell us. And y'all don't judge me. No, 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 no. There's no judgment. No judgment. Like I tell them, the side stuff gets a little tricky. And a w women, we are naturally emotional creatures. True. So we catch feelings. And when you have sex with somebody, you exchange souls. Mm -hmm. So with me, like for me, sex for me, I hate casual sex. I hate recreational sex. Yeah. Because every time... I have sex. Sex with me is an experience. Yeah. It's a spiritual spiritual soul connection. Like, I really connect with you, and I want you to connect That's with me. That's that passion. Exactly. Yeah. So, at the same time, you got to be careful who you giving a bit of your soul with every time. True. You True. know what I'm saying? And some women... They, they fall in love or they're infatuated at the door just from conversation. True, so true. they go into this side chick thing trying to give you a bit of their soul thinking they're going to take you from what you get what yeah. I'm saying. So it gets yeah. it gets it gets in and men. Men know vulnerable women. 
Yeah. Men know vulnerable women, but they play on that vulnerability. That's, and that's sad. And that's sad. For sex. That's sad. Yeah. And that's what gets them keyed. Yeah. And and get the windows bust out their cars and stuff like that. So, let me tell you how to avoid this. And I was telling him, <laughs> pay for it. I'm gonna say this. Make it a business. <laughs> because I've heard, I've heard, I, I've heard. I forgot what movie it was in, but everybody knows the movie. Where he said, you don't pay a prostitute to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. You pay a prostitute to leave. And that's what you're paying for them for. Because you can have sex with, you have sex with anybody. Yeah. But you, but with that woman who you're not paying, but you're spending time with, you're taking on trips, you're doing the vacations with, that side mm-hmm. chick you're doing all that with, that's going to cause you problems. Yeah. That's why you pay for it. You just give the forty dollars or whatever how much it's gonna cost. Forty dollars. <laughs> Wasn't that the going you know, price? You know what, what year this year? is? You know what year this Wasn't is? Wasn't it last cost forty dollars? Hey, but I thought pandemic last year everybody kept saying the forty dollars. That's the I never no. bought I never bought I've never bought. And I can honestly say I never bought. So I don't know. What's the going price? The, that's the if she if to get her rate? nails done. If, that's if, that's, nail. if that is the price, oh, I don't nails. know. Nails, my nails cost like ninety five dollars. <laughs> so um, I tell you what you can get well, for it's forty dollars, <laughs> and it ain't gonna be much. The hell on! <laughs> I could give you a wink for forty dollars. <laughs> I won't even show you a nipple. No. <laughs> Woo! I'll be coming in a Honda. <laughs> Forty dollars. <laughs> Woo! That's the seventies. I don't know the going price. It's the going price of getting. It's the going price of getting nails done to start. Yes, to start. start. Let's say ninety-five. So ninety-five. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> a pack of hair these days costs about two hundred dollars. You know they want expensive. They want Remy. So you got to be able to afford that Remy. You got to afford that Remy. Yes, forty dollars. So that's that's so, a touch and go type situation. So that's what I hear about the about when it comes to the. Uh, Excuse me. When I when it comes to the paying, mm-hmm. it's just pay the money. Pay them money. Don't don't do services for them. Don't yeah. go get their hair done. No. Don't go take them to the shop to get their hair done. Don't go get their nails done. Go, don't showing go do concern. It. Exactly. You're you're showing concern. Just you hey, my light bill. You feel like you're trying to upgrade. I don't want to know why your light bill. If you, you don't tell exactly. me your light bill. Just here is money. Yeah. For your service. Don't tell me yeah. about your light bill is off. Yeah. No. Just give the money and then just get out. Right. Make it cash. Yes. Not even cash app. Yeah. Because that leaves a receipt. Oh, he yes. look, he cash happened. Yes. No, let's keep it cash transactions yes. because, like I said, you know, and don't don't. I I said if side relationships will go better if you keep it cash. Yeah. And you keep it hush. Yes. Now let me tell you why I say cush. I I want hush hush sides. Mm-hmm. Let me still let me tell you why. Now don't judge me, <laughs> because this is where it gets tricky again, right? When you get, when you like that Debbie cake, right? I love the Debbie cake. And you eating that Debbie cake, right? And it's good. Sometimes you may moan a little bit. Because you know when we eating, we that, mm, mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? So you get to saying, mm, this Debbie cake, good. Mm, this the best Debbie cake. Ooh, Lord, that is the best Debbie cake I ever had. And you know what you're doing? What you doing? You programming her mind thinking yes. she didn't. She the best Debbie cake you ever had. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So yes. you're right. Hush. You're right. Keep your mouth. Man, going. y'all learn to shut up, please, during sex. And please shut I, up. I, okay, I'm a talker. I'm a talker. No, but you I need can. to put. Okay, so I can. you know they I'm got some toys. So you the type of man that you need that ball in your that mouth ball. with a strap around you. <laughs> see, cause see, see, playing with me, I'ma give you. You get 
What you either can see, you can hear, or you can talk. You got you gonna have to choose your poison, son. I ain't playing with you. You gonna have to choose your poison. And men, y'all need to stop talking when y'all having sex with side chicks we do, because we do, we do. y'all making the side chicks feel too good. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is the true. best. Who's when you done told six other people, so you need yeah. to choose who's the best. Who's this? Say my name. Exactly. This is so my, then in this her better mind, be she mine. Like, I don't want you to mm-hmm. give it to nobody else. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> so, men, I don't need you to say it. I need you to think it. Yeah. If you thinking it, do not just just moon. Mm, mm. <laughs> you go go. You could be James Brown in the bed. Just don't say the words. I love you. This is good. This is mine. I don't know. You ain't my daddy. No, none of that. Cause you you making me feel too good. Yeah. So shut up. It make it a hush. And when 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 I leave, oh, just give me cash. Don't say don't say with a four. Just and don't call me for about two weeks. Hey, we gotta take a quick break. Okay. <laughs> We'll be right back. Welcome back to Shop Talking Randomish with King Insane and the Lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. The Lovely Starlight is not in the building tonight. My homeboy Rick, co-host Rick, is not in the building tonight. The super duper producer Greg is in the building tonight. Greg, say what up? Yo. <laughs> I love it. Yo. See, y'all need to be like Greg. <laughs> just, just look at me and just say, yo. 
<laughs> you ain't gonna have no problems with me. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, I can't do this now. <laughs> Every time I have sex, I'm thinking about Greg going, yeah. yo. Just look at her. You get with your side chick, you because know. Because she said it, yo. Greg. Every time I want to say something, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. I'm going to be like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like it, baby? Yo. yo. I bet you ain't going to have no problems. I bet you ain't going to have no problems. Yo, <laughs> yo that voice is... Hey, we still... Yeah, we still got the lovely Quinn, Emmy Award winning Quinn Bartlett in the building. Family is in the building. And we have Chef Showtime in the building. So now, we're going to talk about why you guys are here. All right. So let, let's get into why you're here. All right. So, how about we? I always see you doing something. Mm-hmm. Something. Some, some, some business venture that you're on. And and and, they're, they're, and I, I don't say something in a negative way or just to belittle that something mm-hmm. because you're always doing big things. Yeah, you you really are, and I'm so amazed at how how much stuff you're doing, and now you're doing something new now. Yes. Well, first of all, let's list the things that you have under your umbrella. Let's, let's list the ventures that's under your umbrella before we say the new one. Because okay. I'm ecstatic about the new one. Yeah, well, I, I wrote a book. I wrote three stage plays. I've um, directed, produced, and written three stage plays. I have written a few films. Um, I haven't um, started the production process in them yet. To you know, I have to get them copywritten and stuff. But um, I was starting to do so many things that I was like, you know what? You have to choose and align them because doing everything at one time was starting to overwhelm me yeah and i was starting to give up because it was just everything was just coming down so i'm like you know what i'll put it on the back burner but yes i've i've, I've written a book um motivational book i've written three stage plays it's basically a book on how to be successful like, trust me i ain't pick it up in so long i ain't okay, I, i'm okay, bad okay, i ain't remember okay. but it's on my instagram go okay, look for it okay <laughs> but um because i i'm a person that I was always taught that an idle mind is the work of the devil. Yes. And so I have to constantly keep my mind going because I am one of them type of people. And I'm very transparent. Mm -hmm. I suffer from mental, you know, you know, depression and Mm -hmm. certain things. And when I get idle, I get to get depressed and anxious and just start thinking all kind of crazy stuff. So I always have to keep my mind occupied. Okay. You know, and that's why I do so much things. And I won an Emmy since I've been in Atlanta. Yes, you got to tell us. Yes, that was on OWN. So Oprah's network is called Black Women on the Conversation. Yes, thank you, Um, Ray. I'm going to give you the real one, too, now. Yes. That's why yes. I said Emmy Award winning. Yes, no, so my story was featured on OWN Network, Black Woman on the Conversation. It was where a um, hundred of us women got into, you know, a deep conversation about relationships, weight, colorism, beauty, hair. Hmm. You know, we just discussed everything that black women really go through in life. Yeah. You know, and it was just an empowering moment. And, you know, Stacey Abrams was there, Monica, Kim Whitley. Like, it was different black excellence in the room, and it was so powerful and so strong. And I was so happy to be a part of that, yeah. you know, and history. And 
that is one goal down and my next goal is to win a Grammy and then a Tony. Mm. I want to, you know, I still act, I still model and I still write. So these are accomplishments that I am going to accomplish, but I'm doing it in in an order and it's time so my restaurant has been my dream so since this is what this is what yes. your new venture here now yes this is my discuss. new venture here yes um it's called the blue marlin bistro yes so it is it will be open this month october um the blue marlin bistro it came from as a little girl i was about eight nine walking to school every morning i came i'm come from the bahamas and i like a little rural area called west end grand bahama mm-hmm. and i would walk past this this broken down building every day it was blue and I would always go inside the building and pick up rocks or look for little trinkets and just being nosy you know fascinated with it and then I relocated to Miami with my grandmother to go to school and I would ask her stories she would tell me about stories from back in the days and I was like that blue building what is it she said it's the blue marlin so she said I was a waitress there back in the 60s Mm. me your dad's mom you know and we all was you know a part of this this building and she said it was a time back in the 60s where this blue marlin was the place to be yeah like people like otis redden came and sang really? you know famous people came and performed there and my grandfather in the 60s was a famous drummer okay so he met her there and that's how he conceived my you know and then my other grandparents so it's like the blue marlin is where it all began for me yeah that's where all the that's hokey beautiful. pokey and <laughs> side chicks was that's invented beautiful. and you know what i'm saying and you know then my parents that's was created and then i was created and you know and when i always wanted to to cook because my grandmother i mean who her food is amazing like yeah. god rest her soul but you know, she would always tell me that, Quinn, you take after me, but you're better than me. And I was like, why would you say you're better than me? I'm better than you when you, I learned from you. Yeah. She's like, the thing is, I can cook, but I can't bake. Mm. She said, you're an animal because you can do both. Yeah. You know, and I used to sell dinners at my house, um, you know, do events and stuff, started vending weddings and catering and the whole nine yards. And I just decided, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 40. COVID has taught me, like, so much. I've lost so many family and friends yeah. to COVID Sorry and different to that, things yeah. in these past two years. It's like you're not getting any younger. You don't know when your time gonna come. You know, you about yeah. to be forty, you have a grandchild, so you need to start living in your purpose and living in your dream. And my ultimate dream is was one, to own my own restaurant mm-hmm. and two, to have a feature film on mainstream T V. Yeah. So I already accomplished this goal. So after this, when my restaurant is stable in two to three years, mm-hmm. I'm going for Hollywood. I I'm gunning you. for them. I got you. You know, and I just, I've just always been a person that believed in myself enough to yeah. push myself. Yeah. Because, you know, often we put things, we, 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 we become still because we don't have the motivation or the, that push behind and us. And sometimes we talk ourselves out of it. Exactly. Yeah. We, we are our own worst, we're, we're our own, own worst, worst critic. Right. Because yes. we want to see ourselves in others. Yes. But others can't, they can't yes. give us us. Yeah. And you can't be them. Right. You're, di- you're totally different from them. Your makeup, your mental, everything is totally different from them. So you can't be the mix. As we say, Will Smith or who else? Exactly. I said R. Kelly, you should not aspire to be yes, anybody. Yes, you like When I was writing my stage plays, you know, I, I was always in the arena with other actors and writers and stuff, and everybody would always reference Tyler Perry. Yeah. I want to be like Tyler Perry. I want to be, simple phrase of I want to be like Mike. Yeah. And I would always say, I don't want to be like Mike. I don't yeah. want to be like Tyler Perry because yeah. their journey is different. 
I want their wealth. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 I, I want their generational wealth, but I don't want to be like them. Yeah. You know, and that's what pushes me more. And Chef has been around me for a couple of months, and he he can tell you it's not about the money for me. Yeah. It's just accomplishing my goals and my yeah. dreams. Let's talk. Let's talk about how you and Chef, let's let's bring in Chef and everything. Let's talk about how you and Chef met because Chef was about to say was about to tell the whole story. Yes, about Lord. I got the call. So <laughs> now she'll tell us the story about how you guys met and. And what you're doing at the, I know it's in your title, but let's tell us a little, tell us a little bit about you. All right. We actually, um, from kids. From yeah. kids? Like four or five years old. What? Right. And, you know, it was like way down. We always challenge each other in spelling bees. <laughs> and I won one, but she won all. Because <laughs> she got the edge, you know. But um, I had a journey too. And... I think is I really started and wanted to cook. I have families who are chefs, retired, all chefs, never yeah. went to school for it. Just and they had high positions, executive. I have an uncle who's been around the world. St. Kitts, uh, he's been to Key West, he's been everywhere. Yeah. And he's and no schooling. No just no schooling. Like he just talent. Damn. Just pure talent. And it runs in my family because everybody in my family cooks. Yeah. So I bought some food one night out with some friends, cost about 18 bucks. It was garbage. <laughs> and I said this one thing that I told her, and she wanted to keep that as a slogan, I'm going to be the solution for bad food. Oh, that's it. And I never bought food again unless it's Kentucky, because I love Kentucky. Oh, <laughs> I really do. What? Kentucky? KFC? I'm so sick of going to KFC. Is he talking about KFC? Yes, Lord. <laughs> Every day. Hold on. He said, unless it's Kentucky. I love Kentucky. We call it Kentucky in the Bahamas. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, I love Kentucky. Um, but um, I Squad. actually, I actually do have my own fried chicken. Yeah. I let her try it the other day. It's yeah. way better than kids. Is, is it going to be on the? Is it going to be on yes, the menu? Yes, it is. Okay. Right. So, um, but I've worked in kitchens where I had that talent, but because of I didn't have the college papers. Yeah. Uh, I'll pay you this. I worked the kitchen with a smile on my face, yeah. doing, say, $1,500 job for $8 an hour. What? <sighs> Listen to me. And I did it with a smile on my face. See, and, and, and not to cut you off, but yeah. I'm, I'm cutting you off. And I, just, I right. want people to say not to cut you off because they <laughs> yeah, deliberately right. cut you off when they it's do it. Right. <laughs> but no, you're making a, good, you're making a good, great point that I want to emphasize because... And, and and this is sort of a, an indictment on black Americans, mm -hmm. all right? You're from Bahamas, right? Right. Bahamian. I think you guys have a different work ethic. Yeah, we do. Than black Americans. We do. And it's kind of sad then. And I think the, one of the differences, and don't not to talk bad about the Bahamas or anything, but mm -hmm. I think we're spoiled in America because of all the... Y'all have so much luxuries. That, yes. I think we're spoiled by all the luxuries. So when a black American hears that, they're not gonna take. They're not gonna want to do that eight fifty an hour, mm -hmm. that job for eight fifty an hour. When they say like, no, this is a fifteen hundred dollars now. But that that speaks. <laughs> no, that speaks to your dedication and your work right. ethic. So yeah. I just want to emphasize that. Please go ahead. I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, so I watched. I a chef came to me. I was working in the kitchen, you know, and I guess I don't know if it was jealousy or whatever it was. And he says to me, uh, the kitchen's a little slow. I don't need you. Mm. So it's like, I don't, I, I'm not going to let this crush my dream. I told him, 
I'm going to another kitchen. In two years, I'll be back for your job. And I actually watched my $8 an hour went to another eight mm-hmm. and got to 16. And then I watched 16 go to 20. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I didn't even ask for it. Yeah. It was just being offered. Because you have a great of a job you were doing. Right. And the thing about it, I haven't applied for a job. I haven't applied for no job, I think, in six years. Yeah. It's always, hey, man, I got a job offer. It's and just I was like, because they know once they have chef, yeah, people's going to come because they know they're not going to be disappointed with the food. That's what I'm talking about. And I think my personality takes a lot because I want to always come out and ask, how was your food? Did you enjoy it? What can I do better? Yeah. You know what? I take full responsibility if anything is messed up. Yeah. Because my boss is going to come down on me. <laughs> and I don't want Quinn Rot. <laughs> I'm a tough boss. Look at I, I, I tell you I that. can understand. They I, call I think me you an a-hole are. all the time. I think you could. But you know what? The tough is good because it, it, it's it's great for the customer. Yeah. And it's because it's, I think that's the other thing. And it's, it's great that you guys are friends for so long because... The fact that you have to love her business as much as she loves her I business yeah. in order for her to succeed. You have to want to see her succeed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of times what's kind of plaguing Americans, not just black Americans, but Americans, period, is that pe- we hire people, but people don't care about our business and they don't care about the business succeeding. It ain't even that. It's a lack of respect. Because uh-huh. like I told him, him and I were friends from we... I mean, we're in diapers growing up, straight till now, you know what I'm saying? And I told him, I was like, you are the last friend or family member I would hire. Yeah. I'm putting that out there. Oh, yeah. Because that respect. Yes. See, people think that they can disrespect you because they know you. Yes. You see, and that's where businesses fail. Yes. I would rather hire strangers. You know why I hire a stranger? Because a stranger fear losing their job. Yes. See, a family or a friend, they feel like, oh, I can I can come in late when I want to. True. Or I can I can mess this up. And she gonna keep me on because either she's scared to fire me or we, we just that close. Girl, you know how we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, we yeah. don't do that here. Because yeah. last time I checked Bank of America, <laughs> um, they don't do that either. Don't do that either. So what Bank of America don't do, you don't do with me. Exactly. You know, and I see that. I've I've grew up I grew up in a country where tourism is our number one industry. Mm-hmm. So we have to have customer service. There are some nasty people out there, but you oh, know, yeah. we have to know how to deal with guests. We have to know how to yeah. deal with tourists. We have to be professional on our game. So here it is. I come here and I see so many people unprofessional and slacking in the service industry yeah. and then they want to get mad with you like even like I'm a tipper. I go in the mm-hmm. restaurant, I will tip if I got $100 extra, I would tip you that if you gave me good service. Yeah. But then here it is. You want to sling the plate on my table. You don't want to come and ask me or refresh my drink. Yeah. But then you get mad if I don't tip you because I will be messy and not tip you. Yeah. You I know? agree with you on that because yeah. Yeah, it happened to me before. And it's ratchet yeah. and it's ghetto. You know, you hire people, but you don't train them. That's true, too. You don't train them. That's true, You come too. to the Blue Marlin, you're going to have to be trained on the Blue Marlin status before you hit that floor. That's what I'm talking about. You know, and I'm going to let you know if, good afternoon, my name is Quinn, yeah. How can where, where would you like to sit? Or, welcome to the Blue Marlin. Yeah. Come follow me this way. If that is too 
corny for you to say. <laughs> you don't need to be. Here. You don't need to be here. Yeah, my money. If I have to say you. that two hundred times a day myself, yeah. I will because he can tell you when we vend the festivals. Mm-hmm. When people ask, okay, what is the Bahama Mama sauce? I would tell them Bahama Mama is a habanero blend of mango and pineapples with a spicy kick to it if you like spice. Yeah. He told me, he said, man, boss lady, I didn't heard you say that about two, 300 times a day. And I said, I will keep saying it. Yes. Because that's courtesy. People want to know what they're eating. I'm not going to tell them, oh, it's just a spicy sauce. <laughs> no. Because if I'm spending my money, I need to know what I'm spending my money on. True. And I need service. True. That's, that, 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 that is great. That, that's great because, like you're saying, I don't think a customer service means, and, and everyone knows this. When you go to Chick-fil-A, your service is a lot different than McDonald's, yes. Burger King, or any other fast food establishment. Yes. So everyone knows that. And I'm glad that you mentioned customer service. Yeah. Because it also comes with, customer service also comes with how people treat the customers. I have to say that too. I yes. mean, how to, excuse me, how the customers treat your employees as well. Yeah. Because, I, I, especially with the pandemic that's going on now, I understand that, like, especially, and I'm, I'm proud of you for going into a restaurant venture with the pandemic going on. Because ha, has it been hard to try to hire people? Whew, let me tell you about this. So, when I decided to start my restaurant, the pandemic hit yeah. me. And the thing is, like I said, I left corporate America in, like, 2019. I had enough money saved up where I said, I'm not working for nobody no more because I'm tired of putting in vacations and telling her I got to clock in this in time. So I had my money saved up to say, start my restaurant. Yeah. Then pandemic hit. So then everything shut down, so my money started to dwindle. And I'm like, you know what, Quinn? Like, look, you need to do something before you go and then... You ain't going to start this restaurant until you about 60. Mm-hmm. So when I decided to start to do the restaurant, I started applying for buildings. I started calling realtors. And everybody would basically deny me. They'll tell me straight up, like, have you been in business for two years? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why everybody asking me the same thing? They didn't want to take a risk. They consider a new restaurant a risk. Yes. Unless you a millionaire to just fully fund yes. stuff right out the door. Because they feel like a franchise or branching off from an existing, you stable. You yes. have that clientele. But me, they saw me as a risk. Yes. They didn't want to take a chance. And, you know, I've even had people that I've, I've paid deposits that swindled me out of money. Mm. You know, that I lost for this restaurant. And, you know, I just, at one point, I almost gave up. Mm-hmm. So then um, my office is on Old National in the Old Crow's Nest Plaza. Okay, so yeah. I, re- I rent office suites over oh, okay. there. And what happened is um, Club South Beach, former Club South Beach, I think um, his name, Young Jock Rapper, yeah. used to have it. So um, he ended up moving out of Club South Beach in June. Mm-hmm. And um, I had got denied of couple applications and I had given up but then the landlord came and to do some plumbing or something in my office suites and I told him I said hey so what you gonna do next door he's like we're probably gonna do a grocery store a hair store or something we don't want no more club no more lounge we just we just sick of it yeah cause they got crows right, they, they have, have a bunch folks, of different, right? right yeah well South Beach is the crows nest okay it's the crows nest yeah it was the crows nest and, and then, then it, it became South, South Beach. Beach okay gotcha right so, and then they have Harold's and grown folks oh, and all yeah. that. So, he was like, well, it's enough of that here in the, in, you know, in the yeah. plaza. So, I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to start either a food truck or a restaurant business. But, you know, I had already paid a deposit on my food truck. 
Yeah. Ordered a customized food truck. So I wasn't really looking for a building no more. I said, I'm just going to thug it out and do a food truck. Mm-hmm. But he was like, well, what what, what do you want to do? I said, a restaurant. He's like, well, I don't think the owner's going to go for it. I'm just going to tell you because they just feel some type of way right now. Yeah. I was like, well, I have a, you know, can I send you a business plan? You know, just don't throw just it to the say, side yeah, Don't right just say away. no, yeah. Right. So he's like, well, Quinn, I'll give you a couple of weeks to get me a business plan. I said, I'll check your email. He said, what? I said, it's in your email. What? He said, are you kidding me? He looked in his email. I said, sir, I'm a businesswoman. I don't play. That's what I'm talking about. Before I decide to question anybody or do anything, I make me a business plan. Yeah. Because people have to understand, rich folks, yes. they like tangible. Yes. They don't base, they don't invest their money or their time on an idea. Yeah. You have to show them. So I already noticed I had my business plan unlocked. I emailed it. He's like, well, okay. He said, well, <laughs> give me two weeks to present it to the owners and see what they say. I said, okay, cool. So two weeks had passed. He was like, okay, they like the idea of you having a restaurant there. Mm-hmm. They love your business plan, but they still iffy. Yeah. I said, okay. He said, just write up a proposal, a letter of intent of your demands for the building, and I can present it to them and see if they'll go with it. I said, okay. So I sent him one hour. <laughs> I had him that letter of intent. And because I'm quick, he'd tell you, he'd be like, boss lady, you type quick. <laughs> I get on there and I get my letter in 10. I send it to him. He said, well, I'm going on vacation, Quinn, so give me another two weeks. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll give you another two weeks. Yeah. I've been waiting this long, all these denials. I know you're going to deny me too. So um, three days later, I got an email. The owners want to go with your idea. They I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I... I read the email, but then I text him. I was like, did you do a typo in your email? Like, I'm not understanding. He said, yeah, they're going to give it to you. So I was like, okay. He said, well, read read the email. Read it some more. So I read it, and then um, they sent me a lease that very same night. What? They sent me the lease that very same night. And not only did they meet my demands in my letter of intent, they went above and beyond and exceeded it. Like, they gave me extra perks. Really? Yes. I can't go into detail. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm not going to ask. But I was like, well, look at God. <laughs> you know, and I felt like, I say, oh, my God, this is this is just God telling me, stop giving up. So the Blue Marlin is was is formerly Crow's Nest, formerly South Beach. Yes. Okay, So gotcha. yes. So, so I know where it's at. So do you want to give out the address right yeah, now? Yeah, it's 5495 Old National Highway in Atlanta, Georgia, 30349. So if you know where the Crow's Nest is or grown folks, yep. I'm in that plaza. If you go there now, you're going to see a big sign that south, south, says South Beach. It's going to be down, and the Blue Marlin is going to be up there soon. So that's yeah. where I'm going to be located. You know exactly where And like at. I said, it just was a blessing. And because my credit was starting to get... Well, it's jacked up now because I've been putting in so much yeah. applications. You know, them hard inquiries bring your credit numbers down. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. by the time I did almost get something, it's like, well, your credit, you know. And these people didn't even run my credit. No, What? Yeah, let me tell you about God, baby. <laughs> they didn't run my credit. Let me tell you, I've been on Old National in this office suite for about two years. Yes. And I was in my own little corner and I have the whole building and... I pay my rent on time. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't bug them for maintenance unless it's something major. Yeah. If it's something, 
you would sometime you come out there and you'll see me with a lawnmower. You'll see me to rake. You'll see me trimming the trees. You'll see me taking out the garbage. Yeah. You'll see me unplunging the toilet. That's the type of person I am. I painted that whole inside of that building. I renovated myself. I mounted TVs myself. I put together desks and chairs. I pulled stuff off of trucks myself because I don't have help. I didn't have help. And you, you did I you know did us this at this time? You didn't call by, us. Huh? Did you know us? This? Did you know us at this time? I don't think so. I, I was no, about to say because you could have called us and we would have helped you out. In my that. back, look, I was <laughs> lifting and putting desks together, putting chairs, and you know, these are type of things. They, I think they saw me doing and they saw yeah. my passion and my drive, you know. Yeah. And they didn't run my credit. They didn't even ask me to fill out an application. What? All they did was sent me a lease and they and I signed it. Like I said, they met my demands and. I was I was I was just grateful. So now let's. They took a chance with me, and so I won't let them down. You're not gonna let yourself down. No, that too. Yes. So now let's talk real quick. Well, hold on. Go ahead. Before you go on, someone just walked in the barbershop. Who is it? What you need? What you want? Hey, Will. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's going on, Eric? Okay, cool. Hey, give give her my um my Facebook information. I I may. It's a big kind of question mark next to that. But I may, be able, I may be able to help throw some business your way, okay, Quinn? Oh, I would love that. Okay. I, so I, 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 give I her my send her and send me something on messages so I'll be able to lock into you, okay? Okay, thank you. But this is this is what I called about Chef Showtime. Hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> okay, I'm calling to make a request, man. Okay, I'm not connected. I'm not connected real heavy, like for um, chefs and things like that in the city. So I'm just gonna be real matter of fact here, okay? Right. When I get steady back into the city again, which will probably be in the next eight weeks. I'm looking for somebody that I can't meet your prices. So if you can help me find somebody that's willing to work Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday just to do personal personal cooking for the house, I, I got 21 six set aside, 21600 If they could do nine months straight, Sunday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, which means on Sunday they're cooking for Sunday and Monday, on Tuesday they're cooking for Tuesday and Wednesday, and on Thursday, cooking for Thursday and Friday. For one person, sometimes two people, I can prove I got the money set aside. All I'm paying for is the labor and the cleanup after themselves. You think you can help me find somebody? Yeah, well, I, well go ahead. Well. And, they, and, and it's over in the Sandy Springs. It's over in the Sandy Springs, Dunwoody area. And they have to be able to, they have to, be able to roll the whole nine months. Because after the nine months is up, I'm not going to need anybody again. You think you can help me find somebody that well, might be able to meet that price? Well, the thing is, we could meet any price. So the thing is with, with, with him, because he's he's under me for contract. I'm his manager and everything. So the business aspect, you will have to discuss that with me. Well, I didn't think, I didn't think him or you would be able to do it because you're getting your restaurant together. I'm not connected. I thought maybe you might be able to help me find somebody that could meet that price. That's why I said just, just, just come, hey, just, just talk, talk with uh, me because, um, honey, if the price is right, we just might. <laughs> now, I'm serious. The money's set aside. I just need somebody to be, be able to go the distance, though. Oh, oh yeah, most definitely. Um, you, you get with me, and you can come meet me at my office, and we talk. I'm a businesswoman. We're going to connect you, Like Eric. I said, if we cannot, okay, cool. if, if he can't do it, I'm going to get you somebody that can do it. That's what I do. Okay. Now, I want to be clear. The 21-6 is all I got to pay for labor. I can't pay somebody to help me find the labor. Oh, you good. Okay, cool. <laughs> you good. You going to Google me one day. Eric, I'll come I make you some french fries and hot dogs <laughs> every Tuesday, Sunday, <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. We got you. <laughs> we got you. Well, leave a number for me to call then. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. 404-957-3316. Can I call you at that number tomorrow? Yes. You can call. You can text. You can... Say it one more time. 404-957-3316. Okay. I don't want to cut any more into the broadcast. I'll go back to listening. Hey, appreciate it, Eric. Appreciate yep. your call, bro. Hey, so before we get out of here, because we got to talk about your restaurant. Now, we got to talk about what's on the menu and what's on this plate and what's in this glass. Okay, so, yeah, the restaurant, so it's called the Blue Marlin Bistro. We're international palate pleasers. So, basically, you have a lot of people. Yes, international. And I'm going to get into that because I find that I've met a lot of people in America that never left their hometown or or don't have passports. So, what our goal is at the Blue Marlin Bistro is to take you international, baby, without a passport. So, Mm. you don't need a passport to come eat international food. We have foods from all seven continents. In our restaurant, the taste is to die from for. all seven continents? Yes. We're going to feed this you. Is, if you want you, food from Wakanda, we got it. <laughs> we got it. You know what I'm saying? If you want if you want fight Weiss, we got it. You know what I'm saying? We love you long time. You know, whatever you want, we got it. You know, <laughs> we are here to please. And oh, I have a house special. All the sauces yes, talk, are talk about not sauces. store yes. made. They are. I mean, they're not store. You know, the, we. I make them. Yeah. Personally, they're homemade. So tonight on these burgers, we have salmon. We bought our famous salmon burgers mm-hmm. prepared by Chef Showtime. And the two sauces on these burgers are the guava raspberry jerk sauce. Mm. And then we have a Bahama Mama sauce. Yeah. So the Bahama Wait, Mama What did you is, tell me about the Bahama Mama? Okay, so y'all <laughs> ever hear about Erica Badu's perfume? <laughs> okay, so if y'all... <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, hey, yo, we off air right we're, now. We off air. air. Right <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if y'all ever heard about Erica Badu's perfume, I'm gonna tell y'all about my sauce. So if y'all never had a Bahama Mama, y'all need to come to this to to, to my restaurant and taste the sauce because we we off the air. Yeah, we off the air. Okay. So you know how a lot of y'all be in my inbox. I don't want to do no screenshots, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> you know how a lot of y'all be in my inbox and oh y'all want to taste my sauce. <laughs> y'all can come to the restaurant and taste it in a bottle on a burger, not on me. But, yeah, it's the Bahama Mama. So the Bahama Mama is a combination of habanero peppers, mangoes, and pineapples. Yeah, <laughs> You know what them pineapples do. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a combination of that. It's a creamy sauce. Oh, it's God. put on the burger. And it has a, it's a sweet, gentle flavor, but it also has a very spicy kick to it. Very spicy You know, so it. that's what Bahama, Bahama Mamas, Mama. you get, you, you know, we sweet. You get quit on the bun. But, hey, <laughs> that's what I might call it. I'm going to put it on the menu. Quit on the bun. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so I want you to taste the Bahama Mama. Oh, God. Okay. Taste. I want to say taste me, but I ain't going to say taste me. You want me to heat it up? You better be my stool. You want me to heat it up? No, I'm good. I'm good. good. Yeah, he he can't handle which hot one? and hot. Bahama Mama. So, which, uh, one? which one? Is this one? So yeah, I want you to taste this oh, Bahama God, Mama man. and tell me what you think. And uh, yeah. No, you want to taste one? Oh man. Yeah, Greg. he gonna yeah, taste it too. Greg. He gonna eat the cake. He gonna eat the cake. And all he gonna say is yo. Oh man. <laughs> I wish it was hot. She got me laughing. Yo, man, cool. No, that's no, the, that's the jerk one. This is the Bahama Mama. 
Swallowed it yet, and you like it. See, Damn, that's what I'm no, saying. No, for real, for real. I'm saying. <laughs> don't put me on camera because I want to suck my fingers in. I don't want to. Oh, that's what you're supposed to do. Suck yeah, your fingers. Like, yeah. I want to suck my fingers yeah. on camera. <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious as hell. And you have plantains. Yep, uh -huh. sweet plantains. Yeah, eat the plantains. The plantains going to help you with the. the with the heat? Spice, yeah, yeah, when you have spicy, yeah. all you do is put some little sugar on your tongue. <laughs> Put a little sugar Avery on your tongue. Man. <laughs> How's the burger? Great, man. Yeah, Thank when you. they ain't talking, as I say. Yeah, you great. know what? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. And uh, what about the drink? So the drink is called the Blue Calypso <laughs> Iced Tea. So you know, for people that love Long Island Iced Tea, it's mm -hmm. the Blue Calypso um, Iced Tea. And it's a combination of Bahamian Coconut Rum. Okay. Um, pineapple vodka, and then my special tea. Your special tea. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, it, I'm scared to drink it. <laughs> Why are you scared to drink it? Because I have to drive. Oh. <laughs> and it's, it tastes just like a punch, just like Kool Aid. So you don't taste the alcohol you. at all. Well, that yeah. trick you. And I drink too much. I yeah. know I drink too much of it. Yeah. A lady like told me she say, "It's what is this sorcery in this bottle?" <laughs> she said, "It's sorcery in a bottle." It's delicious. So it brings me to the to the question of so. Alcohol is in it, so yeah. you're gonna have you're gonna serve liquor at yes. the booth. I'm gonna have a full liquor bar. Um, we're gonna have liquor. We're gonna have food. We're gonna have. I mean, it's gonna be great. You hear what I say? It's gonna be real great. Um, what I'm gonna do is open my kitchen first mm -hmm. because it's an 8,000 square foot building. It's huge. It is a huge building. So we're gonna open my kitchen first and start with to-go orders and pickups and um, spring of 2022. Then I'm gonna open the dining area okay. so for the rest of this year because it's pandemic and stuff i'm just gonna focus on renovating but so at the same time getting the food out mm -hmm. so y'all be able to come and taste me i mean taste my burgers <laughs> and um yeah because you know there's a lot of y'all in that inbox <laughs> so i'm gonna need a hundred of y'all a day to come buy some burgers Good. or buy some chicken and you know so we have stuff delicacies yeah. like crack conk for y'all that like conk, conk fritters. Yeah. And we're offering the conk fritters on the menu. We're offering crack conk, which is what a lot of people know as fried conk. Okay. Um, we offering oxtail wraps. I was about to ask so about oxtail. So we put oxtail, oxtail in the wrap. Wraps. So you get the whole oxtail meal. He cooks the rice, the oxtail, and the vegetables. Yeah. And he wrap them in a tortilla shell with a special aioli sauce on Are the you top serious? Hold on, man. on the side. Hey! Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Man. Yes. We're, we're, all right, so... Are y'all gonna have like a a grand opening? Like yes, yes. So I'm gonna have a, a, a opening for the kitchen. Okay. Bef you know to bring people on and yeah. stuff, and you know. You have to let us know when. Yeah. Oh, yeah. almost. Yeah, I know you say it's this month, but you have to give me the specific date to when when you're ready. Most definitely. Because definitely we're gonna shout it out here, and we're definitely gonna show up there. Oh, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, I, well, I, I, that. I definitely have me and some more people. Because I'm telling you, this is great. I can't eat any more right now on the air. Mm. Because I don't like people to watch me eat and suck my fingers oh. and all this other kind of stuff. He made him suck his fingers. I know, and I'm dropping stuff over here too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we got to get ready to get out of here because I can't, I can't keep the radio station open all night long. But hey, it's been great having y'all both in the building tonight. At any time, and you know this, mm -hmm. any time you want to come through, okay, come through. We may only be able to keep you on for the first thirty minutes when we off air. 
I'm fine with that. <laughs> that may be the only time we can let you talk. See, he ain't learned his lesson with me today, though. I told him, when you eating the Debbie cake, hush. Don't say nothing. See, now you done ate my sauce. And you telling me I can come back anytime I want to. You telling me you licking your fingers. No, we gotta get okay? So now I bust the windows in your car. Who Whose problem is that? Well, all you hey, had to I'm do trying. is follow his and say, yo. yo. I ain't trying to have that. that. <laughs> I ain't trying to have that. I'm trying to, like, at all. Go ahead. Hey, where can, he, where can he find you at? <laughs> so, I'm on Instagram. Go ahead and follow me, Miss oh, Boss Lady to you. Just how I spell Miss Boss Lady, M-I-S-S-B-O-S-S-L-A-D-Y-T-O-Y-O-U. Yeah. Miss Boss Lady to you. Or follow my business Instagram page, The Blue Marlin Bistro. Yeah. It's straightforward on Instagram and Facebook, The Blue Marlin Bistro. Y'all going to want to follow me. It's going to be some great things yes. coming out of this restaurant. And I am all for black wealth and mutual growth. So not only is The Blue Marlin is going to make me successful, it's going to make another a, a lot of black entrepreneurs or aspiring to be black entrepreneurs successful as well because I am going to build a platform within yes. my restaurant to help elevate and educate other black entrepreneurs. I love that. I love that. And that's what we need to do. Yes. Don't just don't just look at yourself. It's not just about me. Yeah, it's about the whole community and everybody yeah. coming together. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Chef Showtime, are you on Instagram? Are you on Facebook or anything? I'm on Instagram, on Facebook. Where can they find you? They can find me at David Dean. David Dean? Yeah. All right. Look for David Dean. That's on Chef Facebook. Showtime on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Greg, where can they find you? Where are you going to be at tomorrow Saturday and Sunday? Where can they find you? What shows? Uh, you can find me on um, uh, By the Time You Hear This podcast, which is on Instagram. Uh, we'll be recording Sunday. Also, the Botanica podcast is later that evening on Sunday. <laughs> um, follow both of those on, uh, on Instagram and Facebook. All right. Is that it? Oh shoot! I'm tearing up everything. See, she yeah, got me nervous. all messed. You didn't Don't eat that sauce and see, nervous. See, the drink got me. The, yeah, the sauce the got drink. me. That's the drink. Everything's kicking in right now. It does it every time. <laughs> hey, to Rick and Starlight. To Rick, I don't know what's going on, brother. Love you. Let me know what's going on, Starlight. See you next week. Hey, Greg, I think we done. We done, man. All right, everybody, get out. Yeah. The shop is closed. Talking random. We're talking random.